Hey guys, welcome to the Crypto Musketeers session. Uh, Sammy, Tristan and myself. We're going to share a bit of an outline as to what we're seeing high level in the markets to begin the session. And then we'll share what's coming up in our exciting newsletter edition for the end of this month. And if you haven't already subscribed to it, we're dropping a link below so you can uh, get an insight into what's happening in there. We've opened up a seven day free trial as well. So you can go and have a look at the quality and the insights that go into those newsletters. Uh, this month is all going to be looking into the next bull cycle, what's really going to perform extremely well in terms of crypto sectors and how to position yourself well for that. Uh, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, so what I'll do, I'll start by sharing my screen and we can have a, a quick discussion around uh, just what we're seeing in the market. So uh, I'm on the four hourly chart for Bitcoin USD here. And uh, obviously we had a, an interest rate increase in the US. We tend to watch uh, the US more than anything. We use tradingeconomics.com to get all of our data of forecasts and consensus and the actual release, uh, which is super interesting to stay ahead of. Um, if you're ahead of the data, then you can almost predict what's going to happen next. And that's what these blue lines are uh, on the chart. I've realized that I've put in uh, the wrong name for that. But um, so this is what's going to come up. So on the 10th of this month, November 10th, we've got um, inflation numbers coming out. Um, core inflation is, looks like it's going to be going up. Um, that's naturally going to have a negative impact on the market. So let's keep a very close eye on that. Um, then I know in December, we've got December 13th is an inflation uh, reading again. And then on the 14th is interest rates, uh, which we're likely to see an increase. How high we go, we don't know yet. Um, but I should imagine that we'll start to move towards that 5% mark in the US, which uh, has happened every time that we've been above 5% inflation. So that's the expectation there. So um, high level, Sammy, why don't you talk through, because you were sharing some things before about how um, Bitcoin has been performing uh, really well. We actually mm. broke out of the, um, what was it, the realized price. So the average buy price of every Bitcoin in existence is about 21,000. Is it 300 and something? US? Yeah, around about that, 21,100. It, it, it really, it looks like we're grinding against it. So trying to really um, find it as either resistance or support. So I really want to see it, um, yeah, make a, de a decisive decision. But it is encouraging that we're uh, approaching that level again. And I think just broadly, why we're seeing a bit of a bounce in um, risk assets, uh, as well as equities, is uh, the US dollar has taken a bit of a hit. So um, that had... I believe it's largest red candle uh, over the last few days uh, since way back in May. But regardless, you just look at this structure that it's it's building here and it doesn't look too healthy. If you were looking at this as a cryptocurrency, you just see uh, a pretty steady downtrend uh, that's just moving you know, solidly down. It's breaking beneath some key moving averages. Uh, and this is on the four hour, but if you, I guess if you go up to high timeframes as well, I mean, it doesn't look too good. Um, which is interesting because they've just raised interest rates another 0.75%. Um, and we're going to have some more headwinds coming our way with core inflation. So uh, a couple of our triggers, which we've discussed previously in the newsletter, and in fact, last last month and the month before, was we need to see the dollar begin to reverse. So we're, we're beginning to see that happen. So there's a consolidation pattern happening. Uh, we also want to see the US Treasury yields um, start to reverse as well. So that's the Treasury bond. If you just go down to the uh, next one down, sorry, Joe. Yeah, so 
Uh, that structure there is beginning to look a little bit toppy for me. Uh, you've got a lower peak after the first and the RSI is in a very clear downtrend as well. So we have all the building blocks here of potentially a, a fairly vicious, if you like, bear market rally uh, in, in crypto. And that would be very, very interesting to watch if it does come to fruition. But uh, you just don't know yet with any of the macro, um, I guess, events happening and, and coming up. But all we can do right now is look at the charts uh, interpret what the Fed are saying. They're trying to be as hawkish as possible, you know, trying to blunt markets uh, while the market is beginning to see that the US and broadly the, the world is heading towards a recession, which means they have to begin to loosen this aggressive posture. So it's I guess it's like a, a game of chicken. It's who's going to blink first and uh, the markets are trying to call them on it. Um, but uh, yeah, as soon as they do blink, look out. And also it's worthwhile mentioning around um the nasdaq and nasdaq. bitcoin uh, yeah. um yeah how that was um yeah i guess showing different signs i know there's the yeah. buzzword in crypto uh causing <laughs> that divergence but yeah why don't you share a bit more about that as well because i think that's important for people to understand yeah I, I guess for a long time uh we've all been quite used to the uh, bitcoin market tightly correlated to s p 500 and tightly correlated to the nasdaq uh, but as we've seen over previous cycles, eventually that that decouples or it changes. There's a, a changing of that correlation, there's a divergence. And at this point in time, you may have noticed that Bitcoin has yet to make another low. Uh, it has been just crabbing sideways, um, maybe not gaining too much momentum. But I think the important thing is in this incredibly bearish environment, Bitcoin isn't breaking to new lows. In fact, it's beginning to climb that wall of worry. And when you put it against something like the NASDAQ, um, it is interesting to see it now begin to diverge from it and gain strength against it. At least that's from the charts that I've been seeing. So hopefully it does come up in this. But um, it, it is fascinating to see a gradual move away mm. uh, of Bitcoin to say that the Nasdaq there. And there, there is quite quite visible. You can see that divergence there. Uh, but you don't really want to get too excited about this just yet. That can change quite quickly, but it is something to keep a note of. Um, if this divergence continues, it can be very exciting for crypto and would mean that finally we might be seeing a bottom. And if you remember back to 2020, uh, Bitcoin and crypto actually led traditional markets out of that, uh, that, that low. So it moved ahead of time for traditional finance. Uh, so that that was fascinating as well. So it, we could be seeing another, um, I guess, um, I guess we're moving ahead, and then traditional finance will follow and catch up. So we'll have to see how that plays out. And uh, Tristan, do you want to share anything on the FTX situation? Obviously, we mentioned it high level before, but it's good for people that are tuning in watching this um, to high level understand what's going on right now. Well, yeah, at a high level, I guess that there is a bit of. Um... There's a bit of talk getting around that um, Alameda Research, which is the um, basically the research and investment arm of FTX, um, might be looking at insolvency. Um, so it's it's one of those things that's difficult to confirm from you know from as as a regular user uh, in terms of what's going on there. But um, I guess what we need to be mindful of there is um, the that often these things will become a self fulfilling prophecy. Like once the FUD starts circulating and people start talking about it, then you know, enough people will start to panic and then, um, you know, we could see, I mean, you can see in the title here, fears of a, a Terra Luna style situation, which was very much a um, basically uh, a FUD that had built up um, for some time before, you know, something broke. So 
Um, so yeah, right now, um, CZ is having a bit of a war with, um, with SBF over it, which, um, which is, <laughs> which is great to see in, in one sense. <laughs> um, it has been framed in another though of, um, you know, cause there, there's, there's whispers at the moment that, you know, China might back into crypto in some capacity, um, you know, so you know, it's turning into a bit of a binary China, Binance, um, FTX, US situation. So, um, so yeah, that's something that's worth watching. And I guess for anyone that's, um, that follows us and what we do, um, basically, if you've got assets on FTX exchange, um, just get them off just to be, just to be sure. Um, make sure your bags are FTT aren't too big because yeah, sure enough, it's, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and, you know, and as, as that screenshot just indicated, you've got, um, Binance openly stating that they're liquidating their FTT holdings. And, um, as we know, they're not a small fish. So, um, so yeah, I guess we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I think it, it'll probably take a, maybe a couple of weeks before we get some sort of certainty from it. But, um, but right now a lot of it's, um, you know, a lot of it is conjecture because um, we were just talking about it earlier that, you know, previously Alameda were looking to bail out either Celsius or BlockFi, one of the two. So, uh, and that was shortly after the Terra Luna sort of situation. So, um, so, so like they're not particularly a small fish either. I guess it's just a matter of them having to consolidate their liquidity at the moment and protect their protocol. But um, we'll see how that pans out um, in the face of um, CZ dumping on them. And I think if we look at the situation of that chart on just a technical basis, if we didn't know anything else was going on in the background, this is in a very, very dangerous situation right now. And they, they're coming down to retest this level here, which has definitely held up as strong support through the past, but they probably haven't had that noise in the background in the past. And if you look at where the drop to um, could be, it, it could potentially come all the way down to the $10 level. So um, if you are involved in FTT, I certainly would not be um, investing in it right now. I'll be watching uh, patiently on the sideline and you could potentially buy in at a low level if it was to drop to $10, but it really depends on the health of what's going on with FTX at the time. If there's liquid liquidation alarm bells going on, um, you don't want to be getting involved with it. It's it's just too high a risk. So, yeah, watch this um, from afar. And also, if you do have anything on FTX, just a reminder to remove all of it uh, right now. So um, let's get into... Oh, Sammy, were you going to share something? Oh, I was maybe just saying as well, this is a bit of a minefield that can pop up every now and then that if if these if these companies go under or if one of the companies go under it could create a significant headwind for crypto again push us back down just simply because some of these companies may have to sell whatever they have on their books which would mean selling bitcoin it may mean selling uh ftt bnb or you know whatever they have so i think it's pretty obvious that this is a, a little bit of a time we just sort of um risk manage and then just hold our breath and, and wait for more details yeah nice um so let's talk about the newsletter now so what we wanted to do Rather than kind of dumping it in December, we know that people are busy in December and they've got lots of things uh, going on. We wanted to bring 
the outline for this a month forward because it gives you a lot more time and space and freedom to start researching and and planning forward as to how you might allocate some of your investments. So uh, we, we're not going to reveal them right now. We're going to save that for the newsletter um, and make sure you do sign up for it if you haven't already. And um, the the core depth of what we want to focus on is what are we going to see as the biggest players, the biggest sectors that are going to move money? What most people do in crypto, they tend to look for a needle in a haystack, meaning they look for a singular crypto that might perform well. But if you understand an entire sector that's going to perform well, then you can invest in almost any crypto that's in that space. And we know that it's going to perform. So that's that's why it's easier to invest in that way rather than uh, looking for the individual. Um, Sam or Tristan, do you want to share any high level outlines without kind of revealing everything? So um, people have to wait for the excitement of the uh, the launch at the end of the month. But anything that you want to share in the meantime with that? Yeah, uh, I guess one of them without giving the too much away. There's been some uh, mainstream platforms that have captured a lot of I guess, retail participation in the market um, over the last couple of years, and it just garnered so much attention. It's become, say, the, the trendsetter, let's say, the, the Binance of this certain sector, uh, but it hasn't got its own, I guess, um, token. And I think that's an area where we can definitely look at for value with other up-and-coming platforms when the retail particip participation does come back. If there's a token potentially that rewards holders with uh, sales, transactions, a revenue sharing model, uh, that's a, a sector that I could be very, very interested in because like you're saying, it's capturing almost like a, an index of a particular sector if you're moving that way. Similar to say something like BNB, you're capturing uh, the utility of the broad ecosystem of, of, of Binance, the metaverse token essentially with Binance Smart Chain, transactions on chain and whatnot. So with this sector that we're looking at, uh, I think it's an untapped area, and I was I was looking at um, one of these uh, opportunities that um, is down from the all time high, and it's down about ninety five percent. And if it uh, rolls back to its all time high, which is absolutely plausible as we get the next wave of adoption through this sector, that I think is just going to continue growing once it does recover, that's a three and a half thousand percent return. Uh, and this is uh, last time I checked, making the third largest revenue on chain. Um, in terms. So you could do a bit of research, maybe find out what I'm talking about. But I mean, the other thing is a massive opportunity that I'll put in the newsletter. I should stop talking because I'm probably going to give it away. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's awesome. And it's very exciting for yeah. people watching this as well. Um, and obviously, we've got Tristan, who's doing all our fundamental analysis pieces as well, uh, which get delivered mid-month. Um, Tristan, do you want to give us a high-level outline, super high-level, um, as to what your uh, delivering uh, in the, the forthcoming Thursday, whenever it is? Um, yeah, so that is this coming Thursday. Um, awesome. So a lot of it, uh, I guess, is in response to, you know, some, I guess, some requests from people that have read the newsletter, you know, because there's a lot of interest around um, NFTs. And this sort of builds on, on a little bit like of what um, Scoop was just saying now in terms of, you know, institutional interest in crypto, just broadly speaking, Um NFTs is a vehicle to capture that interest. So the project that I'm doing an analysis on, um, you know, um, we're, we're going from NFTs, you know, thinking about, you know, how the market has been from, you know, um, once it's sort of cottoned on to where we are today. It's sort of like a, a good analogy I like to think of. It's like 
buying a plot of land and then having to wait a few years to get the zoning to come through. So there's there's different headwinds that NFTs have had to go through. Um, you know, um, they haven't been able to sort of really build value. But we're at the we're at the, the we're at the stage now where I think the um, they're getting their council clearances and they're able to start building some um, cool buildings on top of their um, on top of their land. And I'm talking real land, not virtual land as well. But both both cases apply. So um, seeing the advent of um, collateral being locked into NFTs and um, NFTs being tradable um, is massively appealing to institutional investors and the like. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll cut myself off there. Otherwise I'll just go way too deep, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Um, it's another one of those really difficult concepts. So really the, um, objective of this FA is to, um, to educate you guys and just let you know that this kind of stuff's happening. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that to you guys on Thursday. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think the NFT space is, uh, people have viewed it in a certain way of digital art or, digital horse racing and all the crazy stuff that came out but from anything like that there's so much work that goes on in the background and I remember thinking through 2018 seeing the development of certain projects and that that didn't slow down if anything it sped up because they were they weren't too busy um, trying to get the network to work they were actually developing it because there wasn't a lot going on in that time and that's what i see right now there's so much development that's super exciting happening across the nft space so i know they've done forecasts that there's going to be 2.2 billion crypto users by 2030 and all these different uh, real world assets are going to get put on chain as well through nfts so there is so much opportunity and fractionalization and liquidity and money to be made in this space. And, and that's why Tristan's doing this project. Um, and it's worthwhile mentioning as well, if you haven't been involved in our newsletter in the past, we give a top 10 breakdown. Uh, we have a top 10 portfolio, which is super competitive. And in there, we will give you all the buy and sell levels outlined there. We also have a high, medium and row, uh, low risk portfolio uh, portfolio there that just um takes in the top 10 and shows you how to balance that out according to your risk level as well so it's really putting everything down step by step for you um so you can be ultra successful and, and rely on the expertise of uh, myself and incredible team here um to deliver those for you so well worth uh, tuning in it's only 49 dollars a month and we give a 100 percent money back guarantee on that as well um so to me that's an absolute no-brainer you can invest in uh, something 49 aussie dollars not even us and get the amount of insight and guidance that we share um, alongside the fundamental analysis pieces the entire newsletter and all the weekly videos and insights that go out as well so um anything that you boys want to share before we jump off the line Cool. Uh, well, I, I could just throw in there that um, on our portfolio, we added two new cryptos last month. Uh, was it uh, Algorand and Shiba Inu? And they both performed incredibly well. So that kind of backs up what you're saying about competitiveness of this portfolio. If we sort of spot a gap in the market or maybe we uh, we have too much exposure to a certain sector and there's opportunities elsewhere, we'll pivot and we'll give you the best insight possible to make that decision. And I mean, some of these cryptos that we added, uh, even as some of the cryptos we already have in there, like Matic, I think that's that's up about 80%. I could be wrong about that, but it's had an incredible run, uh, as well as Sheep 
bit of algo and, and many, many others. So right now, if you're not looking at that portfolio to sort of help you structure your own uh, systems and process in your thesis for investing, I think um, you're missing out. So uh, definitely pay attention to it. Love it. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in and watching this. And again, we're dropping the link so you can uh, get part of the awesome newsletter and everything that comes with it. Ciao.